all you need to know. The Bloomberg Quint podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Good morning and as always, thanks for listening in. I'm Alex Matthew. Here's a daily morning update from Bloomberg Quint. Today is the 8th of March. Yesterday, the Telugu Desam Party led by Andhra Pradesh Chief Minister Chandrababu Naidu decided to pull out of the NDA government at the centre and asked two of its ministers in the Modi government to tender their resignation. The TDP has, however, kept the door open for ties with the BJP. It all comes down to the demand for special status that was raised after the erstwhile Andhra Pradesh was bifurcated. The centre announced a special package in 2016 for the state, but the TDP government says no funds have been released under the package. This has turned the focus back on special category status for the state. In response, Finance Minister Arun Jaitley has said that the centre stands committed to the monetary equivalent of special status for Andhra Pradesh, but will not give the state special status itself because of limitations imposed by the 14th Finance Commission. The SEBI has returned the National Stock Exchange's consent plea seeking to settle a probe into alleged preferential treatment to high-frequency traders, according to three people familiar with the matter. The regulator asked them to file the consent plea afresh once SEBI completes the probe against brokers allegedly involved in the co-location case. Moving on, the Competition Commission of India has imposed penalties on three Indian airlines for concerted action in fixing and revising fuel surcharge on cargo transport. Jet Airways, Indigo's parent Interglobe Aviation and SpiceJet were collectively fined a total of 54.36 crore, according to a statement on CCI's website. A cease and desist order has also been issued against the airlines. Indian telecom operators have gotten a breather as the cabinet allowed extending the time for payment of spectrum liabilities and relaxing spectrum holding limits. The GST Council is likely to consider levying an 18% tax on extra neutral alcohol, that is alcohol used in making alcoholic beverages, at its next meeting scheduled on the 10th of March. Tata Steel on Wednesday said that it has been identified as the highest evaluated compliant resolution applicant for Bhushan Steel under the insolvency and bankruptcy process. Under the same process, Liberty House has emerged as the highest successful bidder for Amtec Auto. SEBI chairman Ajay Tyagi has red-flagged private equity, venture capital and hedge funds as possible tools for money laundering. He was speaking at an event in Mumbai last evening. State-run energy efficiency services will issue a fresh tender for 10,000 electric vehicles today. That's according to the Minister of Power and New and Renewable Energy, R.K. Singh. In international news, the US may exempt some countries from planned tariffs on steel and aluminium imports, White House Press Secretary Sarah Sanders said on Wednesday. The Bank of Japan is set to keep its massive monetary stimulus unchanged for the foreseeable future as it believes that inflation is too far from target to begin normalizing policy soon. The ECB meets today and it could tweak its forward guidance, as per Bloomberg. In international markets, US stocks ended mixed with the S&P 500 and Dow falling 0.05 and 0.3% respectively. The Nasdaq climbed 0.3%. The early risers in Asia are trading higher with the Nikkei in Japan leading gains up about 0.7% in early trade. It's now over to Darshan Mehta for the trade setup for the day. Morning Darshan.
Good morning, Alex. Good morning, viewers. The equity market queues are decent at this point of time. The SGX Nifty is indicating a positive outlook. But crude was down 2% overnight and base metals also ended weak. But in stocks to watch, Tata Steel has said that the resolution professional of uh, Bhushan Steel has identified it to be the highest bidder to acquire the company. Certain changes coming out in the telecom sector. The cabinet approves two key measures in the telecom sector. They approve the restructuring of deferred payment liabilities of telecom operators and also approves revision of limits of spectrum holding caps, which will be beneficial for idea at this point of time. Canada Bank has hiked the MCLR by 10 to 15 basis points. JSW Steel has clarified that it hasn't signed any MOU to buy out the Italian company Eperfi. CCI has imposed penalty on airlines for concentrated action in fixing fuel surcharge on cargo transportation. The penalties are 39 crores on Jet Airways, 9 crores on Indigo and close to 5 crores on SpiceJet. And strides to launch the Rantidine 75MG OTC tablet in the US markets. The market size is close to $200 million. In terms of bulk deals, Industrian Fund has bought in close to almost a 3% stake in Team Lease, while HDFC Prudence Fund has sold in 6 lakh shares in the company. Federal Bank, Eris Life, Dixon Tech, Royal Orchid, uh, M&M Financial and Voltas will be some of the companies that will be meeting funds and investors today. In terms of insider trades, JSW Steel, Raymond, Nelcast and Maninfra are all the companies that have acquired shares in the company. And in terms of brokerage, finally, JP Morgan has raised the target price on Grassim to $1440. They say that the standalone business offers steady growth and capital allocation concern seems to be overdone. The holding company discount is at an all-time high. And two initiating notes, Motilal Oswal initiates on Aegis Logistics with a target price of 303 while Angel Broking initiates on Ashok Leyland with a target price of 163 but there's much more you need to know before trade actually starts. For that, log on to our website bloombergquin.com and click on the all you need to know tab and you'll be prepared for morning trade. Thanks Darshan. Well, that's all for today. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great day.